0: Kaya FM Podcast. M95.9, good music, good friends. This is the home of the Afropolitan and you are listening to Saturday Breakfast with myself, uh, Soto And as usual, at this time of the morning, we like talking about food and we talk uh, to different chefs. I'm very excited to have the chef that um, we have as a guest today, only because I'll tell you why, chef, just now. I'm very excited about having you here. I tried your restaurant a long time ago and um, I just felt like, you know, us Joe Burgers have been missing out on you. And of course, I'm talking about Chef Ruben Riffle. I feel like in Joburg we are starved of Chef Ruben Rivel.
1: <laughs> so too, that's that's a nice introduction. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. You know, it's been um something that we've been talking about for a long time, you know, uh, you know, ever since we started the restaurant in Franschhoek and then uh, branched out to Cape Town and the people always used to ask me, "Why do not you come to Joburg? Yeah. Why do not you come to Joburg?" But yeah, you know, uh you know, everything happens in good time, and I suppose that that's what's happening now. Yeah. It's it's you know, I think over the years what uh, what I've learned is you know there's uh, things sort of like comes to you. You know, you can force certain things mm-hmm. sometimes and rush, and um, I've learned to be a little bit more patient. And and yeah, now you know, in that time, we've managed to really, uh, you know, open a really nice restaurant in a in an area that know i also like and yes. we we had sort of like time to do it properly so it wasn't the rush type mm. of thing and also, I've got the right people now. So, that makes you know that makes a big difference mm. in terms of people, you know, uh, chefs and the, the guys around me and all of that. Because, obviously, I can't be everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really chuffed to be here in Joburg now.
0: Yeah. So, I was talking about once. I, I, yeah. I was, um, you know, I managed to visit one of your restaurants many years ago. Um, we were staying at a hotel at one and only. And that's the only time I've ever actually yes. experienced, um, you yeah. know, your food and your... And I was so excited. And what I think I love the most about your food is it's so... I think it's it's very South African. For me, I feel like it's very South African. It's very Cape Malay kind mm. of a um, uh, 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 cuisine yeah. that I think in Joburg we don't have so much yeah. of. Is it the same? The one that you are... Uh,
1: yes. I, I think you can never really move away from, you know, if people try and define style. You know, it's obviously really, uh, for me, it's down to flavors, you know. So, mm. and the flavors that I uh, sort of enjoy cooking with. And normally with chefs also, they, they tend to cook certain dishes using ingredients that they also enjoy eating, for yes, example, yeah. you know. So it's the same for me. And and um, so we've brought over those flavors. Um, we prefer not to do blueprints of menus that we do elsewhere, like, you know, if it's in French. Other than, let's say, our core sort of... Um, Type of dishes, let's say there's three or four of them that mm. we all, always take along with us. Which are? Um, yeah, you know, one of them is like our pork belly dish that's okay. been with us from the beginning. Yeah. You know, we have a dish, uh, we have a, a chili salted squid uh, mm. dish that we're doing. And then you have now we have sort of, uh, we play around with the Cape Malay flavors, you know, with uh, some musas, but trying, you mm. know, we mix it up with using uh, octopus and these oh, type wow. of things with it as well, you know. Yeah. So, uh, for me, it's really, I think we we have that identity And that's what we take with us But without forcing it I think, you know, I don't try and say Listen, you can only stick to using these ingredients mm, You know, mm. I don't force myself or my chefs to do that But it comes naturally because that's what, that's what we used to
0: mm, mm. So let's talk about where it all started for you mm. um, As a chef Where did it start? I mean, I know a lot of people always say They started cooking in the kitchen With their grandmothers, their aunties
1: yeah. Was it the same for you? Yeah you know, um, this comes up. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. You know, yeah. so I I get asked a lot. Um, you know, because sometimes you forget to your role model, and you you kind yeah. of think of how it started for me. And um, uh, you know, I was lucky that I grew up in a family like I always say, like most of us, because mm. a lot of us have parents, uh, whether it's uh, your immediate parents or your grandparents, that sort of like spoil us. With food, exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, in a way, that's also how they show their love to us, mm, you know, because mm. they and and they enjoy cooking. It's not just yeah. a, a task for them. It's something that they enjoy sharing with yeah. their families. And I grew up in a family like that. Um, but also in a town where there uh, was sort of like uh, r- restaurants. It was becoming more and more touristy, so more and more restaurants was opening up all over the We're place. Talking about, uh, France, in Franche, right? yeah, in mm. mm. France. And um you know my I've, I had aunts and my mum also worked in uh, some of these restaurants and after school, I finished my trick and my dad uh, was working in construction mm. and uh, because I didn't really have any clear idea where I wanted to go, um, I ended up working with him on the construction really? side you know? so I was, yeah. I was, I was I was like uh, what we call a daga boy you know yeah. where you mix yes, daga, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cement. <laughs> and uh, and all those type of things and I it's not that I didn't enjoy it, but obviously, you know, you want more for your life. And mm-hmm. that's kind of like something that I always had. I always like, I guess most youngsters, you know, mm-hmm. we, we think of where we're going to go. And so my mom said to me, okay, there's also a job with us uh, because construction work is kind of weather related. So sometimes mm-hmm. when it rains, you can't work. There's and no then, work. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. So then I went to work uh, with uh, my mom at a restaurant also there in French. And I started as a waiter and I I, I realized, and everyone I think around me realized I was a pretty pathetic waiter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I used to wait tables as well. I was a waitress. I was actually quite good. Yeah. Yeah. But I think maybe you have the personality,
1: you know. With me, I I, I was like, you know, when I I was kind of, when a customer was difficult, I struggled to sort of like hold my pose, you know. Not that I, you know, I, I just, it was very difficult because... Um, I just wasn't, I wasn't, I, I guess I wasn't really taught. You know, there was, mm. I didn't go through a phase where people sort of explained to yeah. every single mm. thing.
0: Mm. So the journey into now, you know, deciding that I'm going to be a chef, where, how did that, when did that switch, that click happen for you?
1: Now, you see, that's another important thing. I think, yeah. especially if you, if I talk to the youngsters today wanting to become, whether it's chefs or anything mm. else, because the penny has to drop. Sometime, you know, Mm. eventually, because you know, we have dreams, and sometimes we, uh, you know, you pursue something and then you realize it's not really what you want. Exactly. I, so I was doing uh, 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 chefing or learning how to become a chef, and but still, I didn't really know, um, that this is maybe the direction I wanted to go into. Mm. And a few things happened. Um, I worked for with my executive chef or head chef, uh, so next to him every Mm. single day for a couple of years and then one day uh, he didn't you know he, w- he didn't come to work for various reasons yeah. I think he was sick and then I was uh, I had to step in you know I had to yeah. step in Sink and do swim. it yeah. yeah and you know everyone said look it's you've got to do it this is yeah. your chance now you yeah. know either prove it to us or prove it to yourself or whatever yeah. and then um, I did it you know but you kind of like do it's almost like automatic you know but yes you do rally everyone and everyone's behind you everyone works harder to make it work Uh, That day there was uh, uh, customers and, you know, people started to give us compliments. We always had compliments, Mm. but now I was behind the the, the stove doing all these things. Mm. And, you know, so I kind of like, I looked at it and I'm like, maybe, um, maybe I've got a talent for this. You know, Mm. maybe, maybe this is what I, what I need to do, you know. So that day it was I remember it was a French tourist that was there and he called me out and he, he, he told me how much he enjoyed the food mm. and whatever. Mm. And that's really the day where the penny dropped, you know, where I, I thought, you know, maybe I should put everything into this. Mm. Um uh yes, I could have I suppose, uh go and study or do something. And I don't think that was a massive option to me, but uh, I realized that you could learn as much uh on the job, you yeah. know, as yeah. an apprentice almost. Mm. And um what I did realize was that I still needed to learn more and I wasn't, I didn't want to rush into it and, yeah. and take on other jobs. But in our industry, and this ha- still happens today, you know, whether you're ready or not, sometimes uh, people pull you in those directions and you, mm. you, 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 sometimes you've been given opportunities even though you, you're just not ready for it, mm. for it yet, you know. So and you, you either kind of like,
0: make it or break it. You make it or break it. Yeah. You
1: learn on the job. You, you know, as long as you sort of like, um, really into it and you really understand what's happening and what's needed even though and I was okay with also just um, asking for help you know I wasn't trying to prove anything to myself in terms of that I can do it on my own mm. if there was areas where I struggled I did reach out to people that I thought could help me and that's what I did you know and, and that's when I during that time was when I realized I'm gonna Know, dive straight into this. Th-
0: this is it. This is what <laughs> this I'm going to do. This is it for me. Okay. And then the opportunities, I suppose, started streaming <laughs> in then because then we saw you on TV. Yeah. Then you were busy with Robertson's. Then there was the MasterChef. Yeah. Then there was. And then, and then.
1: Yeah. Look, many things happened. You know, so, um, so people started to, you know, of, where people started to talk about you for various reasons. Yeah. I remember back in the day, way back, even before uh, MasterChef, we had, you know, the uh, Jamie Oliver was big at that stage. And so mm. they were looking for someone to do that. You know, and I remember my first day in front of the camera I can't remember which uh, sort of production company it was back yeah. then but I was sort of completely out of my depth not understanding <laughs> what the hell am I doing you know so they cause obviously they tried for me to kind of have the same easy uh, um, that Jamie vibe yeah, had. Yeah. in front of the camera and mm. cooking like that but you know I just you know had no clue how to yeah. do that yeah. So, that's, it started with small things like that and I, I did some sort of um, uh, Afrikaans TV where I filled in like the the food slot where I had to kind of like work on, t- uh, give the, the viewers some tips on on, mm. on the, you know, on the simple dishes, not, yes, yeah. not uh, yeah. too elaborate type of stuff. So, then I kind of like learned more and more, you know, how to maybe uh, be in front of the camera and all mm. of that type of stuff. And those things led to, I suppose, MasterChef and Mm. all these things after. Mm. And then it was Robertson's and, Mm. you know, these things just started to come. I think, you know, I was in a kind of like, I was um, starting to come up during a time where our industry was also changing. Mm. It was changing a lot. You know, you didn't all, most chefs that you saw on TV were sort of foreign chefs. And also, it wasn't a big, food TV wasn't that big in South Africa, you Mm. know. And, um, so there was a lot of new things happening and yeah, sometimes there were things that happened to me that I didn't really, you know, I could ask for advice, but I didn't really get the right type of advice. I thought Mm, mm. you know, I felt at some stage and then, then you basically go and gut feeling, you know, and then again, you sort of like learn as you go. Mm. And I mean, MasterChef was great, Mm. uh, even being with Robertson's, I mean, um, it was unexpected, those type of things. Mm. Uh, you know, We then we started to open, uh, well, I mean, more restaurants, for example, yeah. as well. So many things started to happen and uh, it's still happening. I <laughs> you know? know,
0: I know. So it was one and only, that wasn't the first, was it?
1: No, my first restaurant was in Franchuk. actually. You know, I came from the UK. I was working there for two years, came yeah. back and then I opened my first restaurants with p- uh, partners uh, in Franchuk. And then from that, that we uh, did uh, um, the one in Oney in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we had a, a small place in Robertson, uh, also down in the Cape. Mm. Uh, then it was the West Coast, Paternoster mm. and... You know so on and so on and now now we're also in Joburg. now
0: you're also <laughs> in Joburg. now we're very excited to have you in Joburg. i'm particularly very excited <laughs> to have you in Joburg. so mkay if you're just joining us i'm having a chat to chef ruben riffle who joins us in the studio talking about uh, his career and as well talking about the dstv delicious because now you know for the Joburgers that that have never had a chance to experience your food you've got this long table mm. um concept coming up uh, uh, at the dstv delicious
1: Yes, um, so I did uh, the DSTV Delicious Festival, I think two years ago. Yeah, and I think back then the concept was that they used different chefs, um, so they had different time slots. For example, so it was it These was me really, and yeah. and you know some other chefs was yeah. also mm-hmm. taking part in it. And um, this time around, we decided to just have one chef. So I'm going to headline as the the chef uh, mm-hmm. for the sort of like I have my pop up restaurant there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so.
0: It's not the because. I remember a couple of years ago it used to be three restaurants. Yes. Then I think they changed that and, and, you know, and it's gone through. So now there's no three restaurants. No. There's going to be the long table. Yes.
1: Now, yeah, you'll have, I think there'll be five long tables. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the pop-up will be only it will only be my restaurant, basically, okay. you know. So, we're going to be serving a menu there. Uh, I think the great thing is that you can sit there and also, uh, you know, sort of experience the, the concert, which oh, is which is going to be awesome. Okay. Um, and so, we'll have five long tables. Um, the idea is that you have sort of like a festive feel. You know, for me, you ex- you kind of like explained our style of food as well. You know, I think when you're sitting, sitting in that type of environment… You are having fun with friends. You're enjoying mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the food must be intimidating. Exactly. It, it must sort of like yeah. go with it. You know. Yeah. It must yeah. be it must be easy. Mm. And so we we're gonna have a kind of when when people sit down, there'll be like a festive sort of um, a table setting. And what I mean by that is kind of tapas and things that people can enjoy, mm-hmm. almost like a little pre starter. Yeah. And then we'll have a starter uh, with some uh, cured salmon
0: Whoa. and lots mm-hmm.
1: of little goodies to go mm-hmm. with that. And then on the mains, we played a little bit with, um, you know, serving that amount of people. You've got a, you know, we went with sort of a marinated beef filet, which is kind of easy to execute. And Mm. then together with that, we did sort of like a braised beef shin Mm. that we're doing that in Mm. a little bit of barley and some nice Mm. uh, spring veggies that's now Mm. coming into season, which is nice. Mm. Uh, And then we have a nice passion fruit and lime uh, cheesecake that we're doing as a dessert, for example. Mm. You know, so it's not, it's very accessible food it's going to be, and it's it's, food
0: that is familiar
1: and it's going to be, it's going to be just delicious and and familiar, you know, and um, uh, we're looking we're really looking forward to it, I'm bringing I'm using some of our chefs from up here and I'm bringing some of our guys up from Mm. Cape Town as well, I think the idea is also that we want to, we want to be there from uh, uh, preparation of it and execution Mm. and all of that and I'm obviously going to be around there on the day as well you know, Mm. meeting people and Hopefully, sweating and away in the long kitchen.
0: Is enough because it feels like if you don't buy a ticket now, you're gonna miss out. Is it enough?
1: Well, yeah. Uh, well, it's it's uh, one table is 50 people. Okay, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah. I mean, I, I suppose if people wanna, and I think that's what people want to do. They wanna come there, mm. and they just wanna chill. You know, they wanna sit down. Mm. I mean, there, there's gonna be um, a cash bar there as well, so people can. So at
0: the long table. At yeah. the
1: long table everything will be there you know mm. so you can just relax obviously people are there also for the music you know that's yeah. thing. what a great combination food and music mm-hmm. i mean so um yeah look i mean i'm also looking forward to it like yeah. I, I really can't wait
0: and i like the fact that you say that you know from the long table you've got a view of the of the stage which is that's very great. nice that's so you great. don't you're not like in some little corner somewhere yeah so when you're done eating then you might have missed out on a whole show yeah
1: yeah. Look, it's it's the VIP section, you know. So oh, you've okay. gotta be able you've gotta be able to experience all of that. So yeah, yeah it's gotta be all I'm I'm really like I said, I'm I'm more looking forward to it more this time around, you know, because um uh the first time I I didn't really know too much about delicious. I know pri- you know, the years before when they had different chefs yes, also doing yeah, the little yeah. snacking type of things. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. And um it's it's nice to have sort of have the space to ourselves you know mm. so um, it just makes it easier I suppose yeah,
0: yeah. and if, if we bring our books and ask you to sign are you going to be doing book signing of course okay no, great you know I'm a nice so, guy so I can bring my <laughs> <laughs> so I can bring my bits and my books and stuff I'm going
1: to bring I hope you're folks, using okay. the books
0: though well I mean they look good in the kitchen <laughs> but I try I try <laughs> I've got two kids so I don't have a lot of time yeah I don't, I don't I make like the easiest quickest you know I don't um, but thank you very much for joining us chef uh, we will great. see you at DSTV Delicious I'm definitely looking forward to um the long table. My husband is particularly a big fan of yours, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. Thank you so much for joining great us. Great
1: to be here. Thank you very yeah, much.
0: And good you luck, you. good luck with uh Thanks. with the work.
1: Thank you very much. Thank Thanks.
0: you. Saturday <laughs> breakfast will suit yeah. on
1: Kaya FM
0: ninety five Stay, Stay tuned.
1: Stay tuned to Kaya FM for more. <laughs>